0: Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rockstar direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another
1: episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. It is me, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, and I am here with a really interesting guest. I met Lauren Cohen probably about six or seven months ago this summer. When we were both in uh, a three day program together, and then we ended up being part of another program together. And eventually we're like, we need to we need to have a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. This is really interesting stuff. So let me tell you about Lauren Cohen. Lauren, when she first got married, her then husband was then quickly deported. After their return trip from their honeymoon and she was absolutely devastated at that point she was compelled to find solutions for herself and others so she turned to the crazy world of immigration and international law to help others avoid a similar fate. Today, she's the only full-service concierge, international lawyer, and realtor who creates win-win legal business and investment protocols designed to protect the soul of clients' businesses and help them avoid stress and challenges while expanding so that they can invest, live, work, and play across borders. Now, she's been a realtor herself for 12 years, but in the past year has become a part of a network marketing realty group called EXP Realty and has become one of their top people as well. And so what I wanted to do was share her with you and share this story with you because this is one of the first network marketing or direct sales real estate ventures I've ever heard of. And so I wanted to share this with people in case any of my listeners happen to be realtors and they are not utilizing a model like this in addition to their direct sales business model in order to build and grow their own personal wealth. So Lauren, thank you for coming on the show. Well, thanks, Jenny. It's always a pleasure to be near you. Oh, you are so sweet! Oh my gosh. So, so Lauren, tell me a, a little bit about that story about your husband being deported, and how did that all go down? And you know, how has that impacted your your current business now? Uh, <laughs> that's a very interesting question. So,
2: <laughs> it was actually my second husband, and he was originally from Canada, as I am, mm-hmm. and we went on our honeymoon to Thailand, and on the way back, they said that your then husband is inadmissible. They removed him, they put him in immigration jail, (laughs) and they subsequently deported him and then barred him from entry to the U.S. (gasps) And all of this happened on the way back from a honeymoon in Chicago O'Hare Airport. It's part of the, it is actually the basis of the preface to my book, Finding Your Silver Lining in the Business Immigration Process. So what that did was catapulted me from kind of dabbling in business plans to focusing more on the immigration side of the business plan and helping non-immigrant visa applicants and immigrant visa applicants to achieve their goals and also working with people to make sure that they didn't meet a similar fate so that they had other I's dotted and T's crossed and yeah, so it really changed my life. It f- made me refocus all of my thinking on solutions, not only for myself but for others, and how to truly help them avoid that. It was a, a, a terrible experience. No matter what the situation with the marriage was, just going through that alone was was harrowing at best.
1: Mm. Absolutely, I can only imagine what that must have been like to go yeah, through. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and and so now knowing that and doing all the the legal and real estate work that you do, and especially mm-hmm. with working with other investors, because I I know a little bit more about your business than what you even put <laughs> here, just because you and yes. I have worked together for a little while. You are working with international investors in yes. getting into U.S. and Canadian real estate investing Mm -hmm. um, as part of all of this. So as a lawyer, but also as a realtor, correct? Correct. Absolutely. 100% correct. And also as
2: a real estate coach. So it's all kind of come full circle. And believe it or not, Jenny, I don't think you are even aware of this, but it all came full circle really as a result of two things. One, joining eXp, which is a cloud-based real estate brokerage, as we'll discuss. And two, COVID, believe it or not. Mm. Because COVID forced us to rethink our focus, right? Yeah. And, and really prompted me to focus most, most of my energy on how to help real estate investors invest across borders, using all of my skill sets and combining them together to bring a, a, a net result of painless real estate investing and business structure across borders.
1: That is so super cool. And are, are you able to use your, your EXP Realty in both US and Canada? Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. So the beautiful thing about EXP, among the 12 bajillion other beautiful things, is that Mm -hmm. EXP, we have, I think, 38,000 realtors right now. We just last week, a week ago today, expanded into India. So right now we are in several countries. We're in Canada, the US, the UK, Australia, South Africa as of last month, and now India. We're going into Portugal, Spain, I'm sorry, Portugal, Mexico, and France before the end of the year. And we will be doing another 10 countries in 2021. So the company is truly international. And again, one of the reasons I joined is because I am originally from Canada, and I live in the US, and I have literally contacts and connections all over the world. And I'm building a national network of realtors within my, what we call a modern team, which which means that we're not all necessarily sharing leads, but we're all sharing revenue share. And that's the network marketing component that is so beautiful within eXp and super unique.
1: That sounds pretty cool. So in terms of that, does does somebody... Because you came into this, obviously, since you've been in the real estate industry for 12 years now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You came into it already with your license. Do you yes. have to have a real estate license going into eXp? Or do you guys provide that as part of uh, the startup?
2: It's not part of a startup, but you can be in the process of getting licensed in most states and you can still apply, you can sign a letter of intent as you're in the process of being licensed and still attract agents. Because there's multiple revenue streams within EXP from the typical commissions on the you know working with buyers and sellers and investors mm-hmm. to the revenue share which you receive from agent attraction and their production to stock which is huge so you know the stock has literally catapulted over covid because the company is very heavily invested in tech and when i was pushed by my my boyfriend to buy EXP stock at the beginning of COVID, it was about $8 and it went as high as $62 right before the election. And I didn't buy it then. I bought it at $45. But all of us in EXP, every single realtor has the opportunity to be a shareholder and therefore an owner, which is extremely unique as well. So there are just so many ways to earn income. And every October, I'm sorry, I always call it October 22nd. I don't know why, but on the 22nd of every month, you receive a revenue share check based on all of the production of all of the agents that you've attracted. So you can be in the process of getting licensed. You don't have to have your license to start participating, but you do need a license to actually earn income because it is a real estate brokerage company.
1: Right, right. No, and that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So, in doing this, how has your previous business building experience, because you've been obviously doing real estate beforehand, and in addition to doing the international legal practice with mm-hmm. all of this, how has that played into building your EXP business?
2: In, in many, many ways. So, when I joined EXP, one of the reasons that I chose to join is because I'm I'm really not a production realtor. I'm never going to be focused on taking buyers and sellers, working with buyers and sellers. Investors, definitely. But mainly I'm a referral agent and I'm a connector. As you know, Jenny, Mm -hmm. I'm a great connector and I love connecting people. I connected your boyfriend with several people that I thought would be good connections for him and likewise for you. It's just a natural thing that those of us in the joint venture world and that are in affiliate marketing naturally do. I will be honest with you. I have always frowned upon affiliate marketing because I thought, well, I'm a lawyer. I don't want to be in this, you know, multi-level thing. No way. It's not cool. It's it's, uh, you know, it's got a very bad stigma attached to it. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that it's literally been life-changing for me because it opened my eyes to the opportunities. We have a 38,000 member Facebook workplace group where I get to share my knowledge, and I am the go-to working with other realtors to help them close deals while attracting them into my network. So it's a, it's just on, on so many levels, it's been an amazing experience. And yes, I've not only been able to use my past business experience and contacts to attract people, but also that is what brings the credibility to what I'm doing as well, because obviously now EXP if I'm with EXP there must be a reason so people are looking at it like it's not just I'm not just selling something I'm a I'm a lawyer who's found a, a home
1: yeah absolutely so what would you say are the top 3 business Strategies that you used with your first business and, and maybe even your first, second, third business, because I know you're a multipreneur sure. for sure. Absolutely. What are some of those business strategies and tactics that you've been able to move into and utilize with building a, a network marketing business like eXp?
2: So, I think that anybody that's in network marketing would agree that the most important piece is relationship management relationship building and relationship management, right? Mm -hmm. And staying in touch and staying in front of the people and getting them engaged and keeping them active. So last week, for example, I did a LinkedIn training to train our team about how to use LinkedIn. I've used LinkedIn extraordinarily effectively over time. I've made strong, strong connections and built strong relationships. And these days it's become that much more apparent that it's okay to build strong relationships without necessarily being able to be physically in their presence. Okay. Like I would definitely call a lot of people, including you, of course, Jenny, friends of mine that I could probably call in a pinch, not to come pick up my son, but certainly like, you know, just, just have a resource like, Hey, I'm having this business issue. Hey, I'm having this issue. Let's, let's chat because I am a relationship builder and relationship capital is what builds a network marketing business. So that's why I'm doing well within EXP because my connections aren't just like, oh, here, let's just reach out and and touch someone. But instead, it's reach out and touch someone and actually mean it and have an impact and make a difference in their lives. And the beauty of EXP, besides everything else, is that we are changing lives. Like, here's a story. I I recruited a a lawyer realtor, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, She is an incredible woman she was struggling financially. We brought her on board less than six weeks ago. She's writing her second deal already because she got on a team in in her local area. I'm not going to say where. And the, the team has the most amazing coaching as part of the team. We have coaching as part of our modern team. And she has, it's literally changed her life. She was crying to me the other day in tears, like so so grateful because she never thought about this. She was just kind of like, waiting for the lead to show up. You know, this is, this is a family. And the beauty is that it's so collaborative. And I have never seen that. And I, I I grew up in real estate. My mom was a realtor in Toronto for 20 years. I've never, ever seen this before.
1: That is so awesome. And I would definitely agree with you that that whole relationship component makes the biggest difference in business. It doesn't matter if you're in traditional business, network marketing, direct sales, MLM, you know, any of those relationship trumps all. It really, truly does. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if someone doesn't know you like you, trust you. So for example, I'm also like dipping my toes into the JV and affiliate marketing world. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's someone who I signed up for their, their five day program. And in the last three days, now this is someone who I met three years ago right? Mm -hmm. For the first Mm -hmm. time in person, had no idea who this person was. Signed up for their five-day program last week. And in the last three days, I've gotten eight emails from their system. Mm. I have no relationship with this person. And I'm about ready to unsubscribe because I'm like, look, I did your five-day challenge. I haven't even completed it because I had a three-day thing last week in the middle of the five-day thing. So my plan was to finish it today. and But because I have no relationship with her and she... And this person has not reached out to me to create more of a personal relationship. Uh, right, now, I understand. Exactly. now, totally right. understandable. It's me and however many 700 other people who did the same five-day challenge, right? But what I'm seeing is that the way the system was set up, and I realize it's not this person, it's the way all email marketing systems were set up. Yes, there, there's
2: impersonal.
1: really easy... For people who have not had a personal connection to just go, oh, screw this. For sure. (laughs) Done, right? Right. Now, there are other people who I have much more relationship with, and I get lots of emails from them as well, but I don't unsubscribe because I'm like, look, I want to know what's going on in this person's life. And I may not be the right person for their program but I might know someone or two someones or 10 someones who might be. So I don't want to let that go to where I might be able to pass on that that information, but that's because relationship was built first before they put me into their system. Uh,
2: That's exactly right. And I, um, I, I I don't think anybody would ever acute, I think as a lawyer, maybe I'm that much more cautious also because at the end of the day, the lawyer is what drives me. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. just a lawyer in one country, I'm a lawyer in two and it drives everything I do. And I think like a lawyer and I, I'm always, I'm sometimes not as cautious maybe as I should be, but I'm always, I always have that, that analytical brain, Like, but what about, but what about, but what about? And the other thing that I have definitely learned is always, and Jenny, you will agree with this, always trust your gut. And every time Mm. that you don't, you get kicked in the butt somehow or other. And I'll tell you that that's true in network marketing as it is in traditional business, as it is in any business. And you have to really learn how to read people. I think that that's one of the most important elements, whether you're reading them in their voice, in their manner, in their facial expressions on Zoom these days, you really need to um learn how to assess a person uh, you know profile them give them an understanding of what what you're all about and try to get an understanding of what they're all about
1: oh absolutely i mean the <laughs> the the gut instinct comes from somewhere right and what what it is that people don't realize around that that gut instinct is our brain is pulling in millions of bits of information that we are not consciously processing but it's all happening in the background. So it's everything that we're seeing, everything that we're hearing, everything that we're feeling mm-hmm. off of somebody tells us about them and we don't always understand why all of a sudden we're like mm. I don't know about this person, right? But what it is is, it, or or a situation, right? Because mm-hmm. there are things that our brain is picking up on that that we may have associated with a previous negative experience that all of a sudden is popping up as a red flag going, oh, wait, 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 nope, nope, nope. You've had this bad experience before and it started with this. But here's the thing. Unfortunately, our brain doesn't tell us, hey, this was something that you actually saw happen a while ago, <laughs> right (laughs) it's just giving you that feeling because it doesn't know how else to tell you right so that's right that's and it literally does it through your gut which is why we start Mm -hmm. going feeling sick feeling Mm -hmm. like weird in our stomach because our brain and our gut is is in is connected in a way that only that physiologists are only now beginning to begin to understand about why it is that when we, our brain picks up on stuff, our gut is what tells us, right? Right. So I definitely back you up on that one. The, the trusting your gut and understanding, you know what, this feels like a good thing. So I'm going to do it, even though I can't explain why and what it is, is because, again, your brain has picked up on things happening around you that goes, oh, yeah, I think this is going to be good. But it also works in reverse again. If you start to feel nauseous, feel gross, feel like mm, this isn't right. Listen to yourself. Listen to your gut, because it's your brain trying to give you a warning that, hey, we've been down this path before. Let's not do it again. Mm-hmm, right. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, absolutely. So what would be the the third thing then? So you said relationship, trust your gut. What would be the third thing, third business strategy or uh, technique or tactic that you've been able to pull into your EXP realty business growth plan?
2: Get out of your comfort zone. a <laughs> 100% get out of your comfort zone. You have to do some stuff that you're not comfortable doing, or you're never going to be the success that you want to be. Now. As women, and I'm sure you'll agree with me once again, mm-hmm. we tend to shy away from success a little bit. It's almost mm. like we want it and then we get it and we're like, wait a minute, I don't know if I deserve that. And we back off a little. It's, it's a common thing because we don't want to be seem arrogant or whatever. You know, everybody labels us and all of this. But the reality is that if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you're always going to stay in that same place and you're never going to move forward. And okay. we all have the opportunity to move forward.
1: Oh, I love that. Can you give us an example of a time where you sure. you had to step out of your comfort zone and do something that you, weren't, you didn't know if you were ready to do and, the, and you came away with a, a really great result because you did it?
2: Oh, there's so many examples. I think that, uh, here's a, here's a great example. So when I was, and this is not related directly to exp. Well, okay. I'll give you an example with exp. actually. Sure. So I haven't closed a real estate transaction in 12 years until Friday, this past Friday. Okay? Mm. I, I did like two or three flips for a friend when I first got my license. And then I literally, my I had referrals and my license stayed stagnant. And, uh, on, um, I was kind of pushed into doing one. I didn't really want to. I just thought I'd give it a try. It wasn't that hard. It was a headache. I don't know if I'll do a bunch of them. You know, I'll do a few. But at the end of the day, I'm still, I love referring business. And that way I can do what I do best, which is having the relationship with the client and the relationship with all the vendors. But I did step out of my comfort zone to deal with this buyer and work through the process of doing a closing and I came up with the, you know, property opportunities on my own and so on. And the other part of that, of going facing your fear is when you do things like, I was a specialist in a thing called EB5, Jenny, which is where basically it's a green card by investment. When I started becoming an expert in green card by investment, I didn't even know what EB5 stood for. I mean, (laughs) I'm being a little facetious, but Uh I, I really didn't. And I was determined that this was going to be a field that I was going to become an expert in. And I was one of the foremost experts for many years while it was in its heyday. And I am still considered an expert. just unfortunately the the volume and the interest has has died down a lot. But all of us are capable of doing things that we don't think we're capable of doing. We just have to kind of run with it and just take a risk. So don't, don't let the fear get in your way and get out of your comfort zone.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you don't do something that you've never done before, you're not going to be able to get that thing you've never had. Correct. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, it's it, it it does take now, even if it just, Take a baby step outside of your comfort zone. You know, do something mm-hmm. that feels just a little uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, pick up the phone. <laughs> right. Pick up the phone. Not oh my to gosh, text, yes. not to text somebody, but pick it right. up and actually dial a number. Mm-hmm. Pick someone in your contact list and call them and talk to them. You mm-hmm. know? Sometimes it's just that because I think one of the one of the key relationship building things that has fallen by the wayside is calling people. And if not that, what will you do instead? Right? Yeah. One of the ways that I specifically use to help, you know, build relationship or at least maintain relationship with people who are in my life is if they're on Facebook and it's somebody's birthday, I am going to send them a Facebook messenger message, singing, happy birthday.
2: Mm, you did it with me,
1: right? Mm-hmm. You you either do it on their birthday, the day after their birthday, or two days after their birthday. Cause I, I don't get on Facebook and check my thing every single day, but I mm-hmm. do check it and go back and call and, and not call people, but I send them that messenger ves- message just so that they hear my voice so that they get to actually, I don't know. And this is something that I started, you know, post COVID because I realized, oh my gosh, there are people out there who are having birthdays potentially completely by themselves or they're having birthdays, but they're not able to go do the celebrations like they would have in the past with their friends and their family. And I might have, you know, I might have been someone who went out to dinner with them or went out for a drink with them. And that's just not something I'm comfortable with. Correct. But what I can do is I can call and sing you happy birthday. Sure. You mm-hmm. know? And it's it's such a simple thing. But the first few times I did it, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. You're <laughs> like an idiot. And now my kids, like everyone in my house, just gets used to the fact that at some point I'm gonna be singing happy birthday 10 times in a row, mm, that's funny, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's something that's gotten me out of my own comfort zone and created more connection. Cause then I've had people go, Oh my gosh, how are you doing? You know, and it's just started up. It has rekindled relationships and friendships that with people that I haven't talked to in months and months and months. And I reached out just cause it was their birthday.
2: Yeah. It's super nice. I think that that is directly correlated to a lot of our fear about doing video and getting on the, whether it be on your phone or doing a formal video or whatever the case may be. And let me tell you that the most engagement that I have gotten in my EXP business mm-hmm. and on LinkedIn is using video. You, mm-hmm. we, that's another thing of getting out of your comfort zone. It doesn't matter how you look, the more authentic you are, the better. There's a woman that a lot of us would know And, um, lately she's not been well. And so the video she posts, she doesn't have all her makeup on and And you know what? It makes me like her more because she's not that persona. She's a person too. So I think that that's important, especially right now when we're all going through this, I don't even know what to call it, but going through this, this stuff, this season of life
1: right? Right. Right. <laughs> All so, of this is um, a yeah. season. It will pass. It will change. It will, it will yes. you know, nothing will ever be the same, but I love it because someone, um, someone was talking to me and they were, Oh yeah. One, one of my friends who's in the insurance world, he does insurance for Medicare. So seniors 65 and older, he helps them get their, get on the right Medicare plans for them. And he was talking to, to one of his older clients and, and, she said, "You know, I don't want things to go back to the way they were before. I want a a better normal,
2: a better normal. Not, it's not just
1: a new normal, but a better mm-hmm. normal." And I was like, sure. "Oh, that resonated with me so much mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't want to go back to the way things were before COVID because my business has grown and expanded during this right. time. Sure. I don't want to go back to the way it was before." <laughs> I want right. a better normal, right? I I love being able to help people build and grow their businesses through the coaching and workshop trainings and things that I'm doing. So you know, this has been and stepping outside of my comfort zone. Oh my God! If let me tell you, I've been stepping outside of my comfort zone left and right lately. Mm-hmm. Um, especially you know my summit, which I had hoped was going to happen in early November, that didn't exactly happen, but it is happening in March. You know, and that one's a huge step outside of my comfort zone to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I can definitely attest to the the benefit of stepping outside of your comfort zone and what it's done because the, the, even just the speakers, the relationships with the speakers that I've reached out to has grown. So highly recommend. I mean, I mean, I'm just going to recap for, for the listener right now, you know, making sure that you, number one, trust your gut or I'm sorry number 1 build relationship number mm-hmm. 2 trust your gut and number 3 step outside your comfort zone those yep. three things i mean yeah we've all heard those but to hear it reinforced over and over and over again is super important because it brings people back instead of going and sh- you know chasing the next shiny object in their business and going back to the basics of relationship trusting their gut and stepping outside their comfort zone on a regular basis. If you're not stepping outside your comfort zone at least once a week, you're not doing it right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Once a day, Jenny, once a week, you're being too soft.
1: Well, you know, we got to give people room for the fact that they're also working a full-time job oftentimes, you know, that kind of, but let's start with once a week, right?
2: Yeah. Build up to
1: stepping outside your comfort zone every day. Mm -hmm, Let mm -hmm. me tell you, my clients who step outside their comfort zone every day and make those phone calls, they are Killing it right now. And that's the main difference between my clients who are killing it and the ones who are just their businesses are just surviving right now. The ones who are thriving Mm -hmm. are picking up the phone and talking to people. They're building their team. They're built, they're selling like crazy just because they're picking up the phone. So, Lauren, I am so appreciative of you coming on and sharing your expertise, not just oh, thank you, in the network marketing space, but also in in the fact that you've got a background that most people would go, oh my god, she's talking to a lawyer, wowsus, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: or or they go, oh my god, she's talking to a lawyer, <laughs> one
1: of the two, right, one of the two, right? right, right, right. Um, but for for the listener who is. Already part of the real estate world. I want to let you guys know that I'm putting in a link to the show notes today for you guys because I want you to go take a look. If you're interested in figuring out how real estate could be done in a network marketing business model, Lauren has given me a link where you can go explore the information. And then if you want to reach out and talk to her and have a conversation. If you're someone who's been thinking about doing real estate, because right now, people, the real estate market. Is booming. I know that totally. there is here in the St. Louis area, and I've and I've heard this from the the national networking I've been doing for the last six months. But pretty much, they can't keep houses on the market for more than a day or two, especially within certain price ranges. So, real estate is booming right now, and so this may be a good time for you to start exploring, especially if you're already familiar with and doing well with the network marketing world. Adding. A real estate component to that might be beneficial for you because one of the things we know about billionaires is they own real lots. estate or real estate companies real estate, or all real estate of the comp- above. <laughs> right. They own real estate companies or they have multiple business. They what we do know is billionaire millionaires and billionaires have multiple streams of income. They're not relying on just one, one. or two. Never. They are building over time. But what they do is they become an expert at one, they kill it at that, and then they add in the next one. They they build yeah. it up, kill it at that, and then they add the next one, right? So if you're interested in exploring more, listener, what I recommend is that you go check out the, the link in the show notes. I'm gonna say it out loud now. It's laurencohen.exprealty.careers. I'm not gonna spell it out, go click on the link in the show notes so you know exactly which link to go to. But it's laurencohen.exprealty.careers if you would like to learn more about how real estate could be done in a network marketing business model. This has been... Lauren, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. This has been fascinating for me. Thank you, Jenny.
2: It's been great. And I just also wanted to let you know that I shared in the chat a link to my calendar. I'm happy to speak with anybody that's either in the real estate world or exploring the real estate world. At, you know, absolutely no obligation. We can have a quick call and see if there's a good fit for you and see how we can work together. So, Jenny, I thank you so much for sharing your time with me and inviting me on your show and accommodating my crazy schedule.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I it's been a joy. You know, Lauren, I love you. Thank you. Likewise we've had the pleasure of knowing each other for a few months and and I look forward to us continuing to be able to to work and affiliate and and have conversations like this moving forward so you know guys if you if you learn something from lauren or something really stuck with you please you know go to go to the badass direct sales mastery facebook page share your takeaway and then we can tag lauren and let her know that that she made a difference in at least one other life and which I know would be make her smile big mm. time for sure yes I'm a smiling right now yeah i know just thinking about the idea that someone might go oh my god i love that idea right (laughs) it'd be huge absolutely yes for sure make sure you go check that out guys and you know lauren for the third time thank you i so appreciate (laughs) you you're awesome thanks jenny all right guys you know how this works stay tuned because there's another badass episode on the way